Kreativ. Hello everyone and welcome to Bang In, the official podcast of me, Chloe Veach. I still can't believe I've got a podcast of my own, to be honest with you. I'm quite... um I'm quite nervous still, uncharted waters and all that. Um, don't forget that you can watch the banging video on the banging YouTube itself so you can see me and my celebrity guest in video form. Like being on Zoom with your favourite celebs, we just love it, we're here for it. Um, you can also listen wherever you get your podcasts, so just type in banging and my face will sure to pop up. Um, I... I'm obsessed this week with matching my trainers to my outfit. And I'm quite lazy, to be honest with you. And I've realised it because I've been trying to get some content done for social media. And you know that like voice inside your head that says, oh, you don't look like that girl or you don't look like that girl and her style was amazing. Where there was, I follow some amazing influencers on Instagram, right? And I feel like every single one of us girls has got some sort of, what's it called? Is it, in, what's the word? Intrusive syndrome? something like that anyway it's where your head tells you not good enough well the last couple weeks that's been happening with me and I've been going on other influencers instagrams and just screenshotting outfit ideas and one thing that I realized and I noticed that really good influencers do is they match their trainers with their outfits so I went on a massive shopping spree the other week and I bought a yellow tracksuit and some white Air Force with yellow strips on, which I'm currently wearing now with one black sock and one white sock. I mean, I am still unmanageable with my outfits and my wardrobe is still really messy. But yeah, that's one thing I'm obsessed with this week. Um, I just love it. Pink is also my, my favourite colour. I've been wearing that a lot recently. And I've just noticed that I'm wearing the same tracksuit bottoms that I wore on the first episode of the podcast. I promise you guys, I'm not a tramp. I do wash my clothes. Um, I just turn them inside out occasionally. <laughs> I'm also, right, I really want to talk to you guys about this new new series that I came across on Amazon Prime. So I was on the sofa and I thought oh, I've been through every single film and series on Netflix and I thought, do you know what, I'm just going to, I'm going to cheat on Netflix for a minute and I feel really guilty because I know that I was on Too What To Handle and The Circle, but you guys need to check it out. It's called The Boys, right? It's on Amazon Prime, it's a series and it's about superheroes but it is so fucked up like one minute someone's ass is getting blown up and then the next minute they're having sex and this woman like sat on this guy's face but because she has superpowers she like crushed his skull and there was blood and guts everywhere oh it was awful um I'm just so glad nothing like that has happened to me but yes if you are listening and you are wanting to watch a new series that you haven't seen I highly recommend it it's called The Boys um Oh, do you know what? I'm so tired and my stomach is absolutely killing me. I'm going to chuck it out there. I'm on my period. I feel really bloated and I've been eating non-stop chocolate and a few things I learned this week whilst being on my period is that apparently chocolate is toxic. 
I know, chocolate is toxic. And I didn't know that. A friend told me, I'm not a doctor, so please don't take everything I say as God's gospel. Um, but yeah, I was in Paris. I was roaming the streets, trying to get some nice content, as you do. Matching my trainers to my outfits on the streets of Paris. Um, I learned that Paris is full of sex shops. And I'm here for it. If, you, if you've never been to Paris and you walk down some of the main strips, you will see at least 10 to 15 sex shops. And one thing I really wanted to do when I was in Paris is go see the Mona Lisa. I didn't end up doing it, but I watched a video on TikTok because that's what I do every time I go away. I research on TikTok things to do in that place. And I come across some really fun things to do. And I thought, right, fuck it. I'm just going to do it. So I did. And I learned that the Mona Lisa is A4 sized. Like, I didn't know that. I thought Mona Lisa being like, what? I think it's like 55 million pounds or dollars being A4 sized. That's just, oh, I couldn't. Imagine the person that would buy that and spend that money on an A4 sized bit of paper. It's just ridiculous. And another thing that I learned, ladies and gentlemen, which actually really upset me. I felt like crying. Um, the Blackpool Tower is a replica of the Eiffel Tower. Just let that sink in for a second. I thought there were two like original towers, but they're not, apparently they're replicas. I mean, I don't know if the Eiffel Tower is a replica of the Blackpool Tower or the Blackpool Tower is a replica of the Eiffel Tower. But anyway, it doesn't matter. I'm just absolutely fuming. Um, all things aside, Paris was absolutely amazing. Really romantic. Yes, I did go there with a guy. Um, I'm not gonna name and shame yet. <laughs> because I don't know if he's a psycho or not. <laughs> One of them ones. Um, but we got on really well and I absolutely loved Paris. And yeah, we held hands everywhere and the Eiffel Tower lights up every hour on the hour. So anyone that goes there or is planning to go there, get your phone out, film a TikTok, because every hour on the hour, it lights up. Anyway, now I've had my little rant and I've got everything off my chest. I would love to introduce one of my bestest friends who I've known for a little while now, who's always been there for me and someone that I can talk to when I need, is Georgia, who has appeared on Love Island, The Challenge, X on the Beach, and she's also got her own clothing line, GHX Style, and her own lash serum. I mean, you've done pretty well for yourself, haven't you, Georgia? I mean, I've been about, Chloe, haven't I? Like, I'm literally a reality TV whore. Like, when you <laughs> list it, it's like, what's left? What can't you claw around to? <laughs> but no, I have, and thank you so much for having me, Chloe. You know you mean so oh, much no. to me. Don't be silly. I mean, I wouldn't have expected anything less. You've just literally, within the first 0.5 seconds, called yourself a national reality <laughs> whore. And I love it because I'm I in am. the same category. Yeah, I think I'm going to put it in my bio or do like a LinkedIn for it. <laughs> I just love it. I love it. Have you ever had sex on telly? No, I haven't. High five. Believe it or not. I've, yeah, no, same. I've had sex on TV shows, but always in places where the cameras aren't. Mm -hmm. So, like, classy, like, in the toilet with, like, you know, you take your mics off and put them in the drawer. <laughs> yeah. And then just, like, have sex. Yeah, and when the producers come running around the corner, you're like... No, 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 you come out and the camera's on you and you're like... Yeah, you're like... I just... Missed it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you missed it. <laughs> On, like, Love Island, you can't do that. Like, there's cameras everywhere. Like, 
even like in the toilet, like really? there's a camera on you while you poo. But like they won't show that. But it's just in case like, I don't know, anyone, anyone has a fight in there or something. But on other shows I've been on, there's been certain areas like in the bathrooms yeah. where like you can have sex, but it smells. Oh my God. How many times have you had sex in the toilet? On the challenge, at least 10. Like with, <laughs> really? with one person, but at with least... the same person? Yeah, at least 10. Oh I mean, most God. people just used to shag everywhere, but like I was trying to avoid it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. I got... And we're in bunk beds. Oh, shit. Then there's like six people in a room. So like, they can hear yeah, they can hear and they're really fragile. Like, you, I think you might go through it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't. Now I can't get the image out of my head of, like, you having sex in a toilet. I've done that before, though. But you, you wouldn't have had sex on TV, would you? Because no. you weren't allowed. I couldn't, no. Would you have if there you were, were allowed? I mean, to be honest with you... I don't know if I'd have sex on TV with the cameras showing because yeah. obviously my mum and my nan and stuff. But there's been times where I've thought about getting a little bit freaky like yeah. in the toilets and stuff. But to what to handle, because it was my first show, I was just like, oh, do I really want to risk it? Just yeah, in case. and the circle, you could only have phone sex. Yeah, well, yeah. But you could only type it through a producer. So yeah. everything you say on the circle, the producer then has to type up to then put it to the other producer, which is like with the other person you're trying to talk to. Television dick looks sexy in those pants. I actually had a little bit of dirty talk with Mitchell on the circle. I remember surprising. I was yeah, I know. You know, I watched it and I loved it. Surprising, <laughs> like Mitchell, lovely boy, but virgin, I know. right? So. Virgin, yeah. Didn't go down well, did it? No. No. He didn't go down anywhere, I'm guessing. No, he didn't. <laughs> no, he didn't. Oh, fuming. Do you know what's surprising, though? He was quite a horny guy. Yeah. He was really horny, but he just wouldn't do anything with it. Like, he was really sexual. And was that like a, was that a faith thing? Was he like? Yeah, he was religious. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, he was religious, yeah. That is sweet. And I mean, my nan's religious as well. I think that's one of the reasons why I wouldn't want to have sex on TV if the cameras were on there. Because yeah, I mean, when you said your mum and your nan, I'm thinking like my dad and my brother, do you know what I mean? Like my mum and nan would be like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my dad and brother would be like, oh my God. I don't think my dad would care. Oh, really? We've yeah, got the opposite. My dad always says, Chloe, you little schleg, what you want to? <laughs> like, he loves it. He just embraces that he do his daughter loves sex. Yeah, no, do you know what? I actually think deep down that like, my dad would just make jokes about it, but yeah. then I always just think, oh, yeah. Don't know, dad. Do you talk to your mum and dad and stuff about like guys and sex and relationships and advice? I don't talk to my dad about sex, so I talk to him about guys. Mm. And my mum, I talk to about literally everything, mm. like absolutely everything. So I might be weird, but it's nice. We've always had that yeah. relationship. So like my mum's had to get the pill for me before. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh my God. My mum had to get the pill for me. Yeah. A little, like a few months ago. And I didn't want to go get it because like, I don't want to go through the questions. Yeah. And I was just getting really like anxiety about it. But I also didn't want child. Mm -hmm. So in the end, I didn't want to bear child. <laughs> so in the end, I'm like, mum, like, would you like get the pill for me? But she's obviously never got it. I don't know. So she had to go in and get it. But she's like, been through menopause, like she clearly can't have children at this point. She had to answer all these questions like about the last time she had sex and all that. And <laughs> after she was like, Do you know what they put me through? And I was like, Oh, those questions. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. 35 quid too. I felt like sending the geezer an invoice. 35 quid. 35 quid if you get the five day off. Yeah, but just imagine, Georgia. 35 pound or a lifetime of paying for nappies, prom dresses. Yeah. Wedding materials, first dates, first car insurance. That's I think it's problem. quite worth it. I still just think he should have paid for it. 
Did he not pay for it? No, I paid my... Well, my mum paid for it. I give her the money back. <laughs> oh, my God, I love it. <laughs> I've got a friend, right? I won't name and shame her, but she actually sends an invoice to the guy and says, like... I need to get the morning after pill. You need to pay for it. And then just sends the message. No shame. Just well, I need to be more like that. I'll start doing that and not even getting it. Honestly. That's I'm a just, right earners. I'll, I'll go on the normal pill. Yeah. Start shagging about and then start invoicing for the morning after pill <laughs> that I don't even get. Like, I, I forget Instagram. I won't need to do any more promos anymore. It's like the Georgia Swindler. Have you <laughs> yeah. seen the Tinder Swindler? I love yeah. the Tinder Swindler. Oh, I love it. It's one of my favourites. Yeah. Oh my fucking God. Do you know what? Me and you are quite the same in terms of we're so open and we're so honest. Yeah. And it's just like who we are is who we are. Yeah. If we don't like it, we don't really get offended by it because we're so like comfortable with who we are as a person. Yeah. Like I never signed a contract when I came out of my mum's vagina and said, I want to be a lady. Yeah. I never done it. No. So like, why are you holding me responsible to be ladylike? No. Like when I'm in a relationship, I burp and I fart and I, I take a poo with the door open because you should feel, you should feel privileged. To smell my poo particles, you should feel privileged to watch me having a poo. Really? So, no, you know I, I mean? can't fart or poo in front of boys. Only, only if it's like, like I, I'm quite boyish and I always say everything. So I'm a Sagittarius. Yeah. And I've got a manly thing about me where I'll just always say what I think. Yeah. But if I'm like, when it comes to farting and pooing, like, is I, it? No, like, yeah, like if I'm on holiday with a boy, I will shit in the hotel reception. <laughs> and like, they'll look, they'll be, I'll be like, oh, like walking to the toilet and the reception staff, like, they must look at me and think having a poo again oh no yeah and they must just think maybe like these boys just think that i don't poo yeah because yeah i've just i've got a poo problem have you got ibs no no i've got the opposite i don't poo as often but like i just i couldn't poo in front of a boy so with me i've got ibs you're like watch me shit watch the poop i've literally got ibs so So you've got to go you've got to go Yeah, yeah like in certain positions i feel like i'm gonna die because my intestines must just have something wrong with them. Like, I can't just digest food properly. <clears throat> so when I'm, like, having intercourse and stuff, it's like, oh, it really hurts. And sometimes a little falls out. Oh, what, an actual shit? No, I fart. Oh, I farted during sex, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and you just have to laugh it off. So what happens, right? I've always wanted to know, like, other women's intakes on this. So, like... It's, it's normal, and I want to normalise it, because there are so many girls that get really embarrassed, right, during sex. Fanny farting. It's normal, and it happens. Like, Yeah, obviously. The reason why it's happening is because you're just pushing air into me. If you there's push something else into it. me, flatul- flatulence? No, there's another word for a fanny fart, isn't there? I don't know. We'll have to pick that back up. Fanny there fart- is. It will come to me. Fanny flatulence. No, it's like a a queef. <laughs> it just hit me. I was like, queef. It's a queef. Okay. And everyone queefs. Some people can queef on cue. I can't. Yeah, no, I can never. I've not been My friend can literally skill. go out of her vagina. Yeah, and we used to say it when we were younger. We'd be like, do the queef thing. And she'd oh, go, my God, oh, you're don't joking. do the queef thing. And she'd oh, do it, yeah. Oh, my God, that's crazy. Yeah. I wish I had a friend like that. Yeah. That sounds like a proper good yeah. party trick. But it's normal. Anything during sex, sometimes you're going to have embarrassing moments. I'm sure men yeah. do too. And, like, you just can't overthink it. Like, just, mm. like, forget it and move on. Like, yeah. don't think about the time you fanny farted. Thinking about the time you was, like, reverse yeah. cowgirling and you looked absolutely yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And, like, if you think about the fanny fart, just, like, take it and just mm. throw it. Yeah. Throw the fault. Just blow it. Yeah. Just, <laughs> never happened. <laughs> yeah. Do you think being in the public eye is, like, helped your body confidence when you're having sex? Or do you think because 
people might have like a preconception of how you are in bed when you actually get down to having sex with someone or like a, a guy or a date or a fella that you would be with at the time do you think that that helps your confidence see I don't have sex as often as I like I didn't have sex for like a year and a half and then I've had sex twice this is in like almost a two-year period which is wow. very sad but I think definitely as I got older when I was younger I'd be more insecure but as I've got older not even just during sex like I just think on a day-to-day basis, I've learned that attraction isn't actually about how you look mm. aesthetically. It's about how you feel. So, like, mm. when you've got that insecurity, like, when I was younger, I'd be on a night out and I'd always think, oh, do I look nice? I bet I don't look nice. I bet that boy thinks I look fat and, yeah. like, stuff like that. Yeah. But then you look at people who actually aren't that attractive, like, aesthetically, mm. but they're so attractive. They get so confident. many boys. Everyone fancies yeah. them. And it's because they own themselves. And, like, as I've got older, I've tried to, like, when I hear myself, like, thinking insecure thoughts, I think, mm. no, like, the only thing that's making you attractive is that, vo- unattractive, is that voice that in your voice, head. Yeah. So, like, when it comes to having sex now as well, like, if I feel any sort of a voice creeping in, I think, no, like, yeah. that is unattractiveness. Mm. So, like, just like, woo! Just cowgoing. Just like, yeah. Yeah, just enjoy it. Like a fucking roller coaster that's free that you haven't had to queue up for hours for. The first time I had sex, I was like on top of this boy and I didn't know where to put your hands because no one really gives you a tutorial. No, they don't. I tried to look on Pornhub and it just doesn't. What do you do? I can't see it. So I've done this. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I told the girls after, I was like, where do you put your hands? I didn't know what to do. so I Just just put them up. And I done that, and they was like, Georgia, you don't do that. Like, like put them down. Like, you don't. Yeah, but do- who says she can't do I that? Mean, he must have thought she's a nutter. I was like, woo, riding on that dick. Was that when you first lost your virginity? It was the second time. Oh, right, okay. But no, the first time was boring. It was like missionary. Right? Yeah. The second, the second guy, the first time on top. That was the first yeah. time on top. See, I don't know, right? If it's just me, because I've asked a few of my friends, but with me being on top. I'm very, I am really self-conscious. Oh, yeah. That voice that you were just talking about creeps in. Yeah. And, like, I get that unsteadiness of, like, where do I put my hands? Or, like, if it's not lubed enough, then it chafes a little bit. And I'm like, oh, no, I'm not doing it right. And then I stop and then just kiss them. And then my (sighs) hips stop moving. And then sometimes I I have to say to them, because, like, when I feel, feel uncomfortable, I have to voice it. Yeah. So during sex, sometimes I'm like, I'm really sorry, but my legs hurt. And I, I, is it hurting? Am I hurting you? And then I'm like, oh, and then I just roll over. But like, I think one of the biggest turn-ons for men that I've learned as well is actually like pleasuring a woman and making them feel good. Yeah. So like, if you are in a position where you're, you're not feeling comfortable, there's no point in faking it. Yeah. Because like, then it's an energy of like, you're actually not enjoying it. And mm. I think that just, I think everything's energy. I think yeah. you can't see it, but like, even when you don't voice something, people can feel it. Yeah. So like, if you do feel uncomfortable, just let them know and move. Yeah. Like, I'm sure they'll, one, respect you for being like a mm. mature woman that can say what she wants. Yeah. And two, like, they want you to feel good. Yeah. So. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I love it. Fuck. So if anyone is in <laughs> a position that I've been in, like, when you're on top and it's like when, the Grand Canyon down there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just, and when you're not enjoying it, don't fake it. Just voice it. Yeah. How do you feel about sleeping with someone like on a first date? Because for me, I've done it a few times and the people that I have slept with on a first date... 
I've actually gotten in a relationship with and lasted like a good couple of years with. Maybe I should try it. <laughs> Do you know what? Because you're I quite find, a good girl. Look, it's not that I'm a good girl. I would like to like want to have sex with random people. Mm. I really would. Like not like that, but like I'd like to be more easy with who I sleep with because mm. I would love to have some more sex. Yeah. But it takes a while for me to get comfortable. No, with but that's sexy, Georgia. Self preservation. Yeah, but it's boring. But like <laughs> it's boring. You just want to get your back blown yeah. out. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, yeah, and I've had times where I've like had sex with maybe like friends or like people where like there's not an element of love there. And even though it's good, like it just doesn't feel as mm, good. Like yeah. you know, when you're you really like someone, you're so attracted yeah. to them, and the sex is just amazing. But that's because the emotional connection's there. Yeah, but yeah. like when I have it with someone where it isn't, I just I don't find the sex as good. And then after all, like I just think of it. I don't know. It's, yeah, I don't get as much awkward. enjoyment out of it, so mm. I just can't be asked. Yeah, like. I don't know, wouldn't you rather masturbate? I'd rather masturbate than like just have sex with someone that yeah. there's nothing there with because to me it's the same thing. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I had sex with someone, right? Uh, fucking, I can't even remember how long ago, but it was it was one of my friends and it happened. I don't know why it happened or how it happened. It just happened. And afterwards, <laughs> we just high-fived. <laughs> True story. We literally jumped off the opposite side of the bed, jumped up, pulled our trousers up, high-fived and went, <laughs> let's never do that again. <laughs> yeah. How awkward Why is that? Why never again? Was it just That's weird? Really no, it was just weird. I just couldn't. Yeah, it can be. Well, you got to be really drunk. Yeah. You don't drink anymore. Was I'm you drunk? sober, innit? I'm, I'm At this point, was yeah. you just like... Yeah, no, mm, I was sober then, yeah. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, I was sober. So yeah, no, the only time I've sat with, with like a boy mate is when I've been really drunk. And yeah. to be fair, like it's better when the attraction's not there because it can completely ruin the friendship. Yeah. But like... Also, when you set people on the first date, there was probably that spark there and that's why it led to where it was. Yeah. So I think if I was on a first date with someone and I felt like a massive spark, like mm. if I want to have sex with my will, mm. I just, yeah. I don't often feel that unless I've known them for ages. Yeah. And they are my friends, but yeah. I've run out of boy mates because I've shagged them all. <laughs> so now, <laughs> so now I'm like making new friends. <laughs> making new friends so you can ruin their yeah, lives. Yeah, like someone would be like, you're my bestie. And I'm like, just wait. <laughs> just you wait. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, for fuck's sake. Um, yeah, it's the first and only time I've ever slept with one of my friends that time. And ever since then, I've learned that lesson. I've learned that lesson. And me and Nicole spoke about it previously on an episode. I recycle ex-boyfriends. I I'm do. just like, yeah. And it's not good for my mental health because I just get trapped in that past mindset. Like, one thing I wanted to talk to you about, right? Because you're really big on, like, spirituality and crystals. And I remember when we were in Dubai... And was it you that I went to that workshop with or was it someone else? But I think you recommended it. It was Lisa's sound healing, but I don't yes. think I came. Yeah. Right, okay, yeah. So there's this, there's this woman in Dubai, right, that Georgia put me on to. Lisa's sound healing. Jesus, how do you remember her name? She's the bollock. That's mental. Lisa. Well, anyway, right, I got there and I didn't know what to expect. And this was like early days in my sobriety. So I, I had no clue about spirit spirituality. And the 12 steps are based on having a spiritual experience to change your mindset from wanting to drink alcohol and stuff, right? And obviously, because I'm on this new journey, new improved <laughs> version of Chloe, I thought I've got to try it. So I've gone there and we've ended up sitting in a circle with like some mats and she gave us this like 
Cacao. Cacao, yeah, but I thought it was just hot chocolate, Georgia. I mean, it is, but it, so it, it's like, chocolate, it opens your heart chakra. I didn't know that. I literally just backed it in one and I was nearly sick because it was that strong. It made me feel really buzzy and tingly. I thought I was going to shit myself. I thought she spiked me. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I thought, oh no, this woman's going to kill me. She's going to kill me. No, it does. It, it gives you a profound experience and her one's really strong because mm. I make it at home. But it, it's you? meant to open your heart chakra and then the frequency of the sound healing is meant to like, it basically makes certain like cells within your body vibrate at a different level and it's meant to release certain things within your body. And I've had times at sound healing like where I've proper cried my eyes out. Wow. I've gone on my own to one before. Just yeah. thought, oh, see what this is like. Yeah, Lovely yeah. day, Thailand. And then halfway through, oh, on my own. Like, oh. no. And it's like a nice feeling though. It's like yeah. you go back to a memory that you didn't even think you cared about anymore. Like a, a trauma pain that you didn't know was there. Wow. And you feel it. And you think, I can't even believe I can feel something that strong that I don't yeah. even care about anymore. And then you let it go. And you just wow. think, oh. And that's that's a lot of the experiences I've had in there. But the cacao is meant to help with like opening everything up and mm -hmm. just making you receptive. Yeah. What got you into being like spiritual? Was it like a, a point in your life where you thought, you know what, I'm sick of being either unhappy or this or that? Because like for me to stop drinking, I had to hit a rock bottom. Yeah. So I hit that rock bottom and was like, do you know what, I need to just stop drinking because I'm so unreliable. I'm turning up late for work. I'm letting people down, friends, family. My life's really unmanageable. My emotions are internally unmanageable. I need to do something about it. So I'm lucky enough to have the open-mindedness to be like, right, what can I change about myself? Yeah. So like, did you have like a, a euphoric moment or like a, what's it called? Like a little... Awakening, I guess. Awakening. But, well, when I was, so when I was young, I moved out when I was like 15. I had quite a traumatic part of my life where like my mum's mum passed away and my dad was in Spain. My stepmom was ill. A lot of things happened, but I ended up in sort of a form of social care, like natural housing. Oh, wow. And I always felt like the world was sort of against me up until like 17. I was always still social. I had a good life, but mm. my outlook on, on the world was negative and a lot of negative things would happen to me because that was my mm. mindset. And when I was like 17, my friend gave me the secret and I just thought... Is that the book? The book. And yeah. like you said, rock bottom. Like yeah. I was at rock bottom and it's like mm. at this point, might as well try it. Like yeah. what have you got to lose? Literally yeah. nothing. Let's just try something you've never tried before. Definitely. And everything I wanted to manifest off the back of it just started happening mm -hmm. and like the more I worked with it the easier it got and the more I believed in it mm -hmm. but there's so much more to spirituality than manifesting and like yeah. attracts like like I think it's really important to I spent a lot of my life just being positive manifest everything's mm -hmm. fine and I think mm -hmm. it is important to go within yourself and release trauma mm -hmm. otherwise it catches you up mm -hmm. but I also believe in like attracts like so that's where my belief in a higher power came from yeah. because I literally saw things coming to me that were just ridiculous. Yeah. Like, like spiritual experiences. Yeah, and I knew that it was like serendipities, it was synchronicities, it was things that just weren't normal. What's that? So synchronicities are like, you know, if I kept thinking about... I don't know, your trainers. And I was like, mm -hmm. do you know what? I really want to get some, but I don't know if I should. And then, like, in a few hours, I'll see someone walk past with them. And I'll be like, oh, that's weird. And then, like, I'll... It's almost like a sign to it's get It's like trainers. you keep seeing things and you're like... You, you just manifest things towards you and you, like, follow signs. Mm -hmm. And I just believed so, so heavily that higher power had controlled my destiny from that mm. point that I became obsessed with it. Yeah. Yeah. And it kind of gives you that acceptance of, like, yeah. what is, is. 
yeah. what's meant to be will be. And where I'm at right now is where I'm meant to be. Yeah, and you've got to trust the process. Like, even when things are going really badly, mm. you've got to trust that it's ju it's just your path moving. Mm. And, like, when you get to a spiritual point where you trust it so much, mm. when bad things do happen, you, you have that acceptance of, you know, life's yeah. like this. Mm. And this is just moving me towards something that's going to be... It's not even like this. Life's like that. Yeah. So it's just, like, moving me to something better. Mm -hmm. Oh my god, I love it. So deep. I love it. But I love being deep. I love <laughs> I it. I do as well. Because all I do is just talk about penis all the time. <laughs> I want to talk about something else. Um, I, I heard something the other day in a meeting that I went to, and they said spirituality or being spiritual is basically so like you know how like my nan would say, for example, I'll use her as a reference. Being religious, they believe whether you go to, like, hell or heaven sort of thing, right? Yeah. Just kind of. I don't know. Um, but then spirituality is also, like, it's a place where you've come from hell and you're moving towards, like, a, a better state than what you were in. So it was like, instead of believing in something to go to either heaven or hell, it's like, well, actually, spirituality is just a journey yeah. from somewhere where you've been hurt in the past and then just progressively getting better into yeah. a better state of mind. Yeah. And I love it. There's so much I want to learn about spirituality with, like, the the noises of the chakras and, like, the sound healing. Yeah. And all that is, like, just so interesting. Yeah, I, I've had some, like, crazy experiences, like, within spirituality but mm. I've always said that I'm I'm omnistic so omnism means that I believe there's truth in every religion but no religion is fully true mm -hmm. so like I think when they have religions they have so many rules but it's all based around some sort of a prophet or god that they they thought could produce miracles and most definitely probably could so yeah. people make groups based around all of these experiences but mm -hmm. really all of these people were just channeling a higher power yeah. that everyone has an opportunity to tap into mm -hmm. if and when they can and it doesn't need to be put in such a box it just it's there is a higher power and yeah. if you do the right thing and you do right by people and you respect yourself and your body and others mm -hmm it will do well for you. Yeah, definitely. And then some people can just channel it like Jesus, yeah. do you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> but obviously, like, I mean, do you know what? Jesus. Ever since I've kind of thought of higher power, because I didn't know what a higher power was. I was like, what is this higher power thing? Like, I don't get it. And it's basically just like, I got told three simple suggestions. Pray, meditate, and write a gratitude list. Mm. Every morning. And that helps me be sober today. So I'll write 10 things that I'm grateful for. And then I'll meditate for about 10 minutes. And I will also pray. So in my prayers, I'll just say, God, show me the truth. Da, 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 da. And after, after that, I feel like a sense of, oh, my God, it's almost like, I don't know who I'm praying to or what I'm praying to. Yeah. But I just know that I can't be arrogant to think that I'm the only thing like, and we're the only thing. Yeah. Like, humans. Yeah. Like, there's got to be something bigger than us and greater than us. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Like, there is. How are the stars in the sky and this and that and whatever? I mean, I failed science, so I, I should probably know how the stars got in the sky and how planets are here, but I didn't. So I I'm got just, a B, but I think I cheated. You? I think I cheated. You think? I think so. I was in, like, you? a lot of high sets, and, like, it was, like, dots. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Because I was clever, but I was really naughty. Yeah. So I didn't go to a lot of the lessons, so there's no way I would have got to be without cheating. So I think I cheated. I failed everything other than performing arts. What's going in, on in your life, like, right now? So what's going on in my life, like, romantically? Anything. 
anything. I, I'm just, I've been starting, I've been like dating a lot more. Mm-hmm. Whereas before, like I think I was always trying to like do loads of work and like be the best version of myself and all that bullshit. Mm-hmm. Now I'm like, I'm just going to start dating more. No matter what, I'm just going to go on dates and see how it goes. Mm-hmm. And I'm finding it really fun. Really? Yeah, really fun. And like usually I don't like England, do I? But since I've been here, mm-hmm. like... You know, dates, they're fun, you get to know new people. Yeah. And I'm learning to be present and mm-hmm. I feel like it's been really helpful for me on dates yeah. because it's so easy to like get carried away in your head, like I said before. But I've been learning to just really like instead of thinking about me and like how I look or what mm-hmm. I'm doing, like just zoning on them and what they're saying. Yeah. And like, yeah, I've been enjoying it. How many dates do you go on a week? I mean, this week just two. Mm-hmm. But that's still a lot. It's hard to fit that in. Yeah, I mean <sighs> Nicole won't mind me saying this, but she was a serial dater at one point. Was she? When I first met her, when we come off a tour to handle and we were waiting for the show to come out, she introduced me to a thing called Hinge. And she said, Chloe, have you heard of Hinge? I've heard of Hinge. I'm, yeah. on, I'm a rarer. Yeah, so, I mean, this was before Tilt to Handle came yeah. out. So oh, we, we so was hinging. not established to go on Hinge just yeah. then. I mean, right then. Um, Lewis Capaldi, right? I want to ask this question because I asked Nicole the same thing as she said he had. You know, do you know who Lewis Capaldi is? Why do I feel like I've spoken to you about Lewis Capaldi before? I don't know. I do love him. He's my favourite. He's an unbelievable singer. I love yeah. him. Raya, have you matched with Lewis Capaldi before? No. I haven't seen him on there, but he may be on there. See, I fucking matched with him. And is he edgy? And so did Nicole. So my friend once matched with someone so famous on Raya, right? I won't say who it is. Can I say who it is without saying it? No, I can't. Okay. I won't say who it is, but super famous movie star, right? And she didn't say anything to him for ages. Like, when you match, basically your matches expire. So, yeah. it's, don't you? so it might mm-hmm. be like you've got two days. So she's sitting there with her boy mates and she's like, what do I do? Like, I've got to say something. It's like, he's... It's really, going to expire. Really famous, it's going to expire. Like, he went, what have you got to lose? Just say, like, do you eat ass? <gasps> yeah. So she went... Do you eat ass? And he said, hell yeah, I do. And she <laughs> ended up seeing him for months. Like, it didn't work out, but she like got to shag. I'll tell you after who it is. She got to shag him for weeks and he's incredible. Oh and she my said, do you, why don't you ask Lewis if he eats ass? Oh my God. I th- no. <laughs> oh, I never even thought of saying that because you know when you start talking to someone, right? And I always want to ask people this because I think it's something that <laughs> comes up in my life quite regularly that I, I never know what to do or how to say it. But when I first start talking to someone, I never know how to introduce the conversation. Like, yeah. ever. It's like, say if you see a fit guy on social media, I would just go onto their story. And, and do a fake reply. And just do a fake reply. And like, lol. Like, <laughs> <laughs> this guy that I, I've been talking to recently um I actually went onto his story and replied to one of his stories of a bath saying oh that bath is so lush lush yeah I don't even say lush Georgia I know what is that is that because they're like the cosmetics brand that's a that's a that's a Welsh thing your bath is so lush (laughs) (laughs) your bath's lush your bath is so lush (laughs) I'd love to wash your balls in your lush bath (laughs) <laughs> oh my god I mean I just didn't know what to say I panicked I panicked and I thought what do I say your bath is so lush oh, did he reply yeah he did and here we are today yeah oh this is yeah the guy oh. I've been talking to yeah you should give him a ball koozie what's a ball so, <laughs> what the fuck no, is a ball koozie it was just the bath made me think of it right so this is a ball koozie I've never given one but I'd love to 
you get your bowls and then you get a mug, well, you get his bowls and then you get a mug or bowl, depending on bowl size, hopefully bowl. What, do you measure them? Well, no, you just look at the mug, you look at the bowls and you think, like when you're going in the cupboards. And then, so you, let's say we've got a bowl, you put the bowls in a bowl and then you get a bubble and you, you get a, you get a straw and you, and you wank him off at the same time, I would guess. So it's like, and that's a ball cozy. I've never given one, but like, I just love the concept. Georgie, you sound like a fucking professional. No, how I have you love never the concept because how do you get to that? You've got the bowl, the straw. Like I've never had a, a, a like long distance relationship. The last I've had bread in my cupboard longer than I've had a relationship. So we've never got to the ball cozy stage. Oh but I've always God. wanted to. I feel like that is my next. Not my next Me, message. you and Nicole should have like a race for who can ball koozie first. Yeah, no, I think I would definitely win that one. I'm jumping on it right what, you after say, this podcast. You were scared to get off of on top, let oh, alone old no. fancy ball koozie. But I feel like that could break barriers. Yeah. Imagine if I went round his and was like, babe, I really need to try something. Like Georgia has recommended. <laughs> and I, I won't go into it as like, oh yeah, a ball koozie is amazing. I'll just say like Georgia has recommended something that will strengthen our relationship. Yeah. And it, it's actually proven to, to work because she spoke to this sound healing person called Lisa. And she <laughs> said that it helps channel and makes your sperm happy. Poor Lisa. <laughs> you can't remember, but he'll never forget you. And apparently like the bubbles, like massage the balls. He'll never forget the other game of ball cozy. Never. Oh my god, I need to try it. Yeah. Oh my god, I need to try it. Yeah. I feel like it's sexy. It's not dirty, dirty, is it? Yeah. It's like sexy fun. Ball cozy. Yeah. Like it. That's how to open. <laughs> Messy <laughs> Lewis Capaldi and say fancy a ball cozy. No, I can't. <laughs> you think you he can. would reply? I would to that. I'd say, do you know what? Because he will. Because he'll say, what is that? He'll either say, yeah, if he's aware of the ball cozy fad. Or he'll say, what is this ball cozy? I really want to message And then now. you've opened a level of... Have you got your phone on you? <laughs> oh, I've not got Lewis's number. Have you? No, I've not got his number. What, you want to DM him? Yeah. Have you not got your phone? I've like, oh, I've got it. I know, it's it. over there. Because we could each message a celebrity so fancy a ball koozie and see if I <laughs> I'm just going to, come on, second, I'll grab my phone. So hard to think of hot boys. What about this guy that you're going on a date with tonight? What? <laughs> I can't message you that before. <laughs> um, I could. Okay. Who, right, who's your biggest celebrity crush? Nelk, but they won't see it. Who's Nelk? Nelk, the Nelk boys. They're oh, from the US. Know. They're incredible. Right. Honestly. I am messaging Lewis Capaldi. Fancy a ball cozy. Oh my God, I've already replied to one of his stories. Well, unsend that because you're going to look keen. I'm going to look well keen. Hopefully he does never see it and he's actually that famous now that he doesn't look at his messages because otherwise I want, it's going to be awkward. I once snogged Roman Kemp. Shall I Did send you? It to him? Oh my yeah. God, do it now. Years ago, years ago. Do it. But he might reply. No, but does he follow you? Yeah, yeah, Does yeah. he? Shall oh I not do it? God, Is it too no, far? Shall I do it? Fancy a ball. I think it's spelled, I would say, B-A-L-L-C-U-Z-Z-I. And then I think to make it clear, we'll put the bubble emoji. There's a put Put the bubble, you know, the bath bubbles. <laughs> and is there a ball to... sack emoji there's not? Is no, there? there's not. What about oh. an aubergine or is that too far? Um, I think just the bubbles. Just the bubbles. With a little wet sign or something. Well, no, they're wet anyway. <laughs> All right. You promise you're doing it to Lewis? I promise. I'm prom Wait, not. we'll send it at the same time. Well, if he's got the... a girlfriend now, shall I check? Where's the bubble emoji? 
I don't know where the bubble emoji is, G. I think he's single. Oh, I went on oh, emojis I and I put bubble. All right, go on. I've, I've sent it. it. I've sent it. Oh, I've just sent it. Imagine if people one of them reply now. Let me have a look. <laughs> Fancy a ball cozy. Fancy Let a ball cozy. Let me see it. <laughs> Lewis Capaldi. That could Do be you it. want a ball cozy? I think he does. Do you think? I think he does. Oh, my I God. think Roman's a good one as well because he might actually reply. I think he'd appreciate that. Talked in months about four years ago. He's probably thinking this girl's never gonna leave me alone. Oh my god! What's the weirdest date you've ever been on? Like, do they get awkward? Like, are you quite good on dates? Yeah, yeah. Because I just have fun no matter what. Mm. Food's free. Do you know what I mean? But I, I, I feel like I've had weird dates. But I had one date where I couldn't get rid. I, I, the guy trapped me. What do you mean? No, like it was pet. Like so, basically, we went on a date. We went on a lunch date. And he was lovely, had a good time, good looking, got a bit of money, sexy tattoos, funny. I thought, oh, he sounds like a right sort. Worked in the city, I thought, I've hit the jackpot. So then we went on a dinner night, and then the drunk he was getting, he was like arguing with people next to him. What? He was like being really just like not the sort of person you want to be around. And we worked, he knew people I worked with. So we've ended up going back to his, he picked mm. me up from mine, and he's saying he's going to get two people over from where I work or whatever. So we've been having drinks with them. It's now like one in the morning. I'm saying I want to leave. Mm. And then, so them two left. And then he's like, don't leave me. Please don't leave me. And I'm like, I'm like, well, I need to leave you. Like, because like. First date. This is the first date, yeah. And he's like saying, "What? you can't leave me. Like trapping me in his house. I'm like, I have to go. I've got a doctor's appointment in the morning. I had psoriasis come up head to toe on my body. Oh, so no. I had a doctor's appointment at 12. And you know, you're uncomfortable. But like, mm. now this boy's like saying, he's like. I don't know, he's like freaking me out, so I can't leave him. In the end, I'm like putting my foot down, like, I need to go. So he's like, oh, I've just realised when I picked you up, I left my keys in your house. <gasps> and I'm like, but You're I'm lying. living with my mum. I'm like, really? So now he's come back to mine to get his keys. And now he won't leave. And as he's come in, he won't leave. So my mum's come in, and she's like, you are right, Georgia? And I'm with this boy who's in my bed, like, I'm not like, I'm not set with him, nothing. Like, I'm now like just pressured. And then she's come in and she went, oh, sorry, do you want a cup of tea or anything? Oh, I'll just leave you to it. Your I'm mom? looking at my mum like, oh, no. this guy's a psychopath, right? So now I'm texting my friends saying, get him out. Like, like you need to come and yeah. like, tell us to leave. He ended up coming to the doctors with me. Yeah, I've not <gasps> slept now because like he no. keeps trying to like seat me. And I'm like, I don't want to see him. He came to the doctors with me. He's in the waiting room. And I've gone in and I'm with a doctor and I just started crying. I said, I've dated this psychopath. No. And he's in the waiting room and he won't leave. And in no. the end, Fran came to the doctors and she walked in and she went, listen, yeah, you know, Fran Palmer, she went, yeah. enough's enough now. She's coming with me and you can go home. But he's obviously got something wrong with him because my friend went round there, a boy, for another reason, a few oh weeks later. God. And he couldn't leave either. He wouldn't let him leave. Why? I don't know. Like, and he he told me he was going over. I said, "Don't go over there." The boy won't let you leave. Didn't he? Ended up jumping off the balcony, <gasps> sprained his ankle. Because yeah, the guy's obviously got like abandonment issues. Something wrong with him. Something seriously wrong with him. Oh God bless his soul. Yeah, and that that scared me. Oh wow. What about you? <laughs> you had any issues? Not really like that. For fuck's sake, Georgia. I'm stunned with that one. I've you make my story sound rubbish. Yeah. That is amazing. I've probably put myself in a few terrible positions on dates. Oh, my God. But that was bad. I mean, I've had someone once, right? I, Nicole suggested him. I thought, right, Nicole suggested him. It must be safe. Because you know when you date someone that knows of a friend? Yeah, it's nice And you're like, do you know what? And I know Probably won't end up in cut it. off in a suitcase. Exactly. He's not a murderer. We yeah. don't think. So anyway, I got to this, this pub. 
with this guy. And this is back when I was drinking. And I only had a couple of drinks. I said to him, like, I don't really want to drink. Can't we just, like, go to a theatre show or yeah. do something fun? And he was like, yeah, all right then. He went to the toilet and come back. And he'd obviously been doing substances of some sort, right? Because he did not look wired right. He was... Not compass mentis. No, I okay. Think same with the one That's that I a word do. I learned last week and I've just officially used it in a sentence. I was so proud of myself. <laughs> compass mentis. So it's like they're not in their right mind. Oh, okay. Nicole will be so proud of me for saying that. I'm going to use it after. Yeah, compass mentis. He, so he wasn't compass mentis. He wasn't compass mentis, okay? Not so anyway, compass mentis at all. What happened was I was sat there and I wanted to leave. It was a similar situation and... He kept on saying to me, you're going to come back with me. I don't feel well. And I said, I don't want to come back with you because I've just met you sort <laughs> yeah. of thing, right? And he was like, oh, right, okay. So I went outside for a ciggy and I'm outside. I'm doing whatever I'm doing. And he comes out and he grabs me and he gives me a cuddle. And I'm like, oh, he's really affectionate. I love that in guys. Mm-hmm. I have a tendency of turning every red flag into a green flag. Yeah. Right? I'm like, no. I me have too. to see it from the other person's perspective. So I'm like, oh, he's just really affectionate. I love that with guys. No, he was just an absolute psycho. Right? So he was hugging me and whatever. And then he just stuck, sticks his tongue up down my throat. And I kind of pulled away a little bit because I was like, whoa, like I've just met you sort of yeah. thing. Like just calm down a little bit. Anyway, we jumped in a taxi, went down the road to go to somewhere else. And he starts saying to me, like, I feel really, really ill. Like, can you come back to mine? And he was on his phone and then he was on the phone to his friend and he was like, nah, mate, this is how he spoke. He went, no, nah, mate, I feel really <laughs> sick, yeah. I really need to go home. Um, I think I'm going to get this girl, Chloe, to come back with me, yeah. So I was like, oh, I don't think I'm going to come back with you though, mate. Like, I've just met you. Anyway, he's ordered an Uber and I've ordered a separate Uber. Yeah, and he, all the reasons to go back to someone, feeling, because he feels ill, I that's the reason not to go, exactly. isn't it? But he said to me, he went, can you come and look after me? I feel really ill. Can I fuck you? Bought me free drinks in the pub. Fuck off. Exactly. So anyway, he's jumped in the taxi and he's gone home. And by this point, I rang Nicole and I've said, listen, I, I, I fell out with you. Because <laughs> you have suggested this guy who has just invited me back to his because he feels ill. Anyway, the reason why I'm telling this story, because it sounds quite boring at the second, is because the guy actually had an ulcer in his stomach that was rupturing and he got rushed to hospital that night and he actually was in hospital for a good few days after the date. So I felt really bad. Yeah. Because I left him. No, but it still wasn't your problem. Like, yeah? Yeah, because what if you stayed with him all night and he was having such a good time with you, you didn't go to the hospital and he died because you were so hot? How would you feel then? Exactly. I'm just glad it was a terrible date so he actually had time to go to the hospital. I had one date, right? And this might be wrong, but I'll never forget it, right? Because I, I just think it's so wrong. So <laughs> Tell I, me. It's so wrong. So I went on a date with him, I think to like the cinema or something, but he lived in like Liverpool. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was uh, in Manchester for Olivia Atwood's birthday. So I thought, Do you know what? I'll go see him the next day because I've got to go home anyway. Like, how else are we going to see each other? So I've ended up going to see him and I'm really hungover and so is he. So we're like, we'll just chill, get a takeaway or whatever. I've got there. I'm hungover. Like, I couldn't even explain. Like, I just feel like death. Mm. He ordered a Domino's. Do you know what he ordered? One medium margarita to share. Is that it? 
No sides. No wedges. No wedges. No cookies. No nothing. And a medium to share. And he had eight of the ten slices. I had two slices. I was like, are you, why even pay the delivery fee? Like, a medium margarita share. That's so offensive. Splash out, show off. Do you know what I I'm mean? I'm a vegetarian. Get some fucking chicken dippers anyway, just to show how much of a man you are. Do you know no, what I mean? Medium margarita. I was like, I'm never seeing him again. Like, I couldn't even believe I went there for that. And it's not about the pizza, but if you're going to order a pizza, don't order, don't order, order a margarita. That. Like, you probably could have got, like, buy one, get one half price or something. I just, didn't no, I'm understand sure they're doing the deals all the time. Bit. I thought maybe he wasn't hungry, but he clearly was because he went through three quarters of that. He must have been starving. Three quarters of that. One garlic and herb dip, not even like a big R. Oh. And this was the first date? Second. Oh, okay. But I was like disgusted. I don't care. I don't care if we've been dating three years. You order a medium margarita for us to share, you're out. And you eat eight of the slices? Eight of the ten. You are out. I'd be fucking fuming. So I've got a little game for us to play and it's just, it's come at the most perfect time as well because you've got so many stories, <laughs> so many stories like I knew bringing you on and just having a good old chinwag and catch up like us girls do would be, oh my God, right, let me just get into it. So this is a game of would you rather, I'm just going to ask you a couple of questions, would you rather this or would you rather that? Um, and if you want to elaborate on your answer, then fucking elaborate because oh, we really? love an elaboration. <laughs> right. No, I didn't actually know who this person was until I Googled it and it said Thor. Okay, so just a little insight. Would you rather your partner had a David Attenborough's brain or Liam Hemsworth's body? Do you know who Liam Hemsworth is? Yeah. Thor. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, because he went out, I know because he went out with Miley Cyrus. Oh, really? Yeah. I'd rather David Attenborough's brain. Would you? Yeah. Like a brainy guy. I don't like a brainy guy, but like, I like someone I can have a proper conversation with. And mm. sometimes, like, I'm not going to lie, like, I don't find guys that attractive that have really chiseled bodies. Mm, but like, you know, sometimes you see them at the pool party and every single muscle's defined and they're all like... Mm. <laughs> they love themselves more yeah. than they'll love and you. Yeah, and all the time they're looking at their muscles. Yeah. And I think, Go oh my away. God. So cringy, drinking like a vodka soda. Like, I want a geezer that will drink a pina colada with me. Like, they need to be oh, fit. I love that. Yeah, but not too fit. Like, I want to be able to have a good time. I don't want him yeah. calorie counting while I breathe. Yeah, like, like eating so, chicken and rice yeah. every day because he's got to be yeah. shredded. So I don't like David it. David Attenborough. Go all day. out and order a margarita. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> maybe not. Maybe not. Oh, my God. Right, now this, I really want to know your answer to this because I'll elaborate why, right? So, would you rather only ever have sex in missionary or never have sex in missionary again? <sighs> I know. I really tough. like missionary. I love it. I fucking love it. <laughs> no, I um, never have sex in missionary again because you couldn't just do that for the rest of your life. Yeah. Like, you love doggy too. No, I love it. But I really do like missionary. So, it, it was that was a hard choice. Mm. But there's so, like, how can you show off? Do you know what I mean? How can you be sexy if you're always just like... Laying there. Do you know, do you know what, what I mean? what? When I was younger, I had sex with this guy. I was of age, by the way, guys. Um, I was I was of age. I had sex with this guy. And there was a rumour that went round. It was like the second or third time I'd ever have sex, right? And there was a rumour going round that I was like having sex with an ironing board. <laughs> how 
what? How depressing is that? Well, at least you weren't the rodeo girl. I know. No, but I would have rather have been the fucking wild cowgirl than the bloody ironing board girl. Oh, my God. Oh, no, he's a loser. So, yeah, now I'm You're just not an like, ironing board. I'm going to take a tip out of your You're a Duracell rabbit. Forget him. You're, you're full of energy. You're not yeah. an ironing board. <laughs> No. I'm an iron ball with tits now because I had them done when I was 18. Yeah, me too. Well, 26. I think I would... Mm, yeah, same. I would never have missionary sex again. That's what I would rather. Because I love talking. Yeah, I do too. All right. So unaffectionate. It's like, oh my God. Just turn me around and don't look I at me. Know, love it. I know. Do you know what? Sometimes I have conversations when I'm getting into it with guys and I'm like... Do you want to rattle me or do you want to make love to me? Like straight off the bat. And they let you I, know. Because I want to know what mood you want me to be in. Yeah, where we're going with that. What, what's the vibe? Oh, I might try that in the future. glass is being smashed? Yeah. Or am I singing your name? <laughs> what, like, Jerry? <laughs> what is there to be? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to come. <laughs> I'm going to come. <laughs> An ironing board wouldn't do that. No, exactly. No. I'm not an ironing board. They don't sing. Fuck's sake. His name was Charles. Charles. Fucking wanker. Charles. You ever hear this? You're a wanker. <laughs> I've had a lot more experience. <laughs> <laughs> would you rather? One thing, would you shag Charles again just to prove a point? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I would definitely do Have that. that, Charles. Yeah. And then block him. Yeah. <laughs> Spread this rumour. <laughs> Do the cowgirl. Children, I love you. <laughs> she said the blocking. You said it directly in my eyes. Yeah, I, I used to do that, you know. I'm really bad at doing that. Having sex and blocking. It's not good. I, sometimes I feel like I'm a, a fuckboy. Yeah. I need to work on that. It's a character defect. The 12 steps have sorted me out. Would you rather... Always have to use a sex toy during sex. This sounds interesting. Or never use one again. I don't use a sex toy at home. Do you not? No, I need to order one. I just, I, I, I just, I get like nervous about certain things. I just can't imagine going to Aunt Summers and being like, I love that one. I love that I love one. Love that one. The big one on the left. The big one on the left <laughs> with the rabbit. But I should. So technically, so what was that? I'd give up the sex toy because I don't have one. But I am going to invest in one. Okay. But, like, the ones people have sent me are, like, that big and they're, like, vibrate. And I don't really get it. Like, I think if I'm going to use a sex whip, might as well be a dick. Yeah. Like a big dick. With veins. With veins. And you can mm. get ones that you stick on the wall and you back it up. Do you know what? Maybe. I've always wanted to do yeah, that. Yeah, my friend always. had one. She puts it on the shower and she just, like, backs it up. Oh, my God. That's so funny. Yeah, so maybe I should get one. But I'm living with my mum at the moment. Like, yeah, it's so that's awkward, just weird. So I've always wanted to do? Buy one of those ones that, like, stick onto things and just put it in the passenger seat of my car. I've just, done it. Have you? I know, I put it on, I, oh, and shag it. Oh no, no. not shag it. Yeah, no, I put one on the front of my car, a massive one, because my mate ordered one, it was so big, she couldn't use it. So then I drove around with like, this big dick on my bonnet and we went to the car wash and everything and the guy oh, was like cleaning no, the dick. Oh no, you're joking. Yeah, no, no, it's great. I think I've still got videos somewhere I'll have to unearth you're them. Maybe you can use me. a clip. You can yeah, use a clip. please show me yeah, the clip. Yeah, yeah, no, you'll love it. It was that. the biggest thing you've ever seen. I think that we need to start normalising and getting rid of the stigma for sex toys and stuff. Yeah. Women, because like, own your body. Yeah. Do what you want with them. Yeah. Like, I think it's just so 
I've been so listening to some podcasts as well about how, how you should unleash your sexual energy. Mm. It's bad to leave it stagnant. So is that's it? Apparently, apparently, like, your sexual energy is like your life force energy. And, like, some spiritual people say you shouldn't waste it, right? Mm-hmm. But some say that there's a difference between a clitoral orgasm and a normal orgasm. So a clitoral orgasm is meant to leave you drained, can leave you drained and tired. Yeah. So it's good for, like, before bed or whatever. But a normal orgasm is meant to, like, move your sexual energy like throughout all of your chakras in your body and leave you feeling re-energised oh my god I think I've had a couple of them yeah exactly and that's like when you're just like obviously using a dildo or whatever so maybe I should get order one invest in one unleash your your sexual chakras unleash my sexual energy do it (laughs) (laughs) right would you rather only ever go on 20 minute dates or only ever go on 5 hour long dates 20 minutes Really? I've got shit to do. I've got shit to do. In fact, I prefer that. In and out. I like him, I like him. If I don't, I'll, I'll figure it out. Five hours of listening to someone else talk about bollocks. What if you don't like them? I've been stuck with so many people and they're just, they're so boring. You just want to, like, I just, in I my head, I'm just like imagining like stabbing them with my fork. When you go on a date, what would you say the time frame is as to when you actually know you like them or not? First five minutes, 30 seconds, first hour? I don't know because what the problem is, I do drink. So if it's a bit awkward, I get really drunk and then I think I like them. But and then really you wake I up don't. in the morning next to him and you're like, nah. Like, nah, yeah, like I don't even wake up next to him, but I'm like, oh, do you know what? He's for me. Like, I could probably date him again. I wake up in the morning and I'm like, no way. No. So I reckon usually like the first 20 minutes. Right. But okay. I've never fallen in love on a date. Neither have I. It's always been someone I've known for a while and there's been like a build-up and I'm yeah. like, doesn't he like me? But that's my issues where I like people that are probably un- emotionally, unavailable. emotionally unavailable. Yeah. Oh my God, yeah, me and, yeah. I love emotionally unavailable men. Yeah, me too, but I'm working yeah. on not doing that anymore. I just absolutely love it. Do you know what? I have absolutely loved having you on this podcast. <laughs> Georgia, can I get you to do one thing for me? Yeah. Right, can you say it in... Whatever voice, whatever tone you want, right? Banging with Chloe Veach. Banging with Chloe Veach. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love you so much. Thank you so much for coming on, Georgia. Um, guys, we want to know all of your funny stories, whether it's sex-related, relationship-related, uh, whether you've got a toxic story, you just want to get off your chest and you want a bit of advice about... Email bangingwithchloev at gmail.com and we will respond and you might be featured on one of our episodes on our podcast. Um, and you can also search us on Banging with Chloe V Pod on our Instagrams and our TikToks. And if you want to watch the visuals, you definitely will on this episode because Georgia looks fit as fuck. <laughs> Banging with Chloe V on YouTube. Um, I love you. I love you too. And thank you so much. And thank where can you. we find you on socials, G? It is at Georgia Louise Harrison on most of my social channels. You sounded like a news presenter when oh, you thank said you. that. I love you. <laughs> I love you too. <laughs> Until next time, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Banging with Chloe Beach is part of the Eve Podcast Network and a Forever Dog production. Executive producer, Tracy Soren. Development executive, Mariah Nicholas. Senior producer, Palama Kaufman. Producer, Ewan Newbigging Lister. Post producer and theme song, Brian Hevron Smith. Cover photo by Greg Bailey. Forever Dog Productions is Joe Cilio, Alex Ramsey, and Brett Boehm.